Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. I'm sure you've been there. You and your partner or even a friend, you find yourselves at odds with each other. Maybe even to the point where you're no longer speaking. And and this can go on for days, even weeks. And the longer this lasts, the harder it is to come back. And you know, these little bouts of disruption in your relationship, if untreated, can spell a disaster for that particular relationship. You know, today we're going to give you five key strategies to come back from a disagreement or a tough conversation. Each one of these strategies we've practiced. Every day. They're tried and true. They are tried and true. We may have even tried them this morning. We did. At the end, we're going to give you 10 tips on how to prevent going there in the first place. Right. So, this is near and dear to us, this topic. We struggle with this probably more than anything else. And now, I don't know if this is a man thing, but what happens to me is when I find myself in a situation with Jody that I'm uncomfortable or there's some controversy, the first thing I do, I withdraw and I head into my cave. You scamper. I scamper into my cave. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm there for days at a time. The truth is you've gotten much better. I know, I know. But I know my usual choice of answering you is a reaction instead of a response. A hot reaction is that. So while you go into the cave, I'm reacting and not following. You're chasing me around the house. (laughs) We recently did an episode on this that we'll put in the links below in our Facebook group. And it was great. It was great. Now we have a client who really struggles with this. It doesn't take much to send him into his cave. His wife, his children, and his friends can shut him down. And for him, he's found out it has a lot to do with his impatience, his poor listening skills, and he's really replicating similar behaviors that his father had. Now, maybe maybe this is you as well. After some coaching, he hired a therapist to help. And that included his wife in some sessions. And while they're doing much better, it made Mark and I aware that what we do to set each other off is difficult. It's hard to receive and it's hard to give. And we've had to work really hard at this. We did. In the beginning when we met, it's our 12th anniversary this year, when we got together, Jody and I, we were blending two families. We had six children between us two busy careers, and honestly, there were times when it was all super overwhelming. But you know, we've come a long way, and we want to share this with you. The five strategies that we've used to come back from a tough spot. 
So let's start. All right, the first one, what is it? First strategy is to set an attention about the relationship and share it with each other. Write it down, talk it out, make it thoughtful and kind, and really mean it, and always remind yourself of that intention. And we do this, you know, it's, um, it's, it might sound, oh, what's the big deal? But we love each other very much, and we care about oh. each other very much. And, you know, we, would, we, we know that we would never say anything intentionally to hurt the other person's feelings. Well, it sometimes does come out, and it is hurtful, the, the key thing is here, it's not intentional. Right, so it's what, yeah. And we say that up front, you know, I would never intend to hurt you right, in any right, way. Right. But sometimes it happens. So doing this little step is really, really important. The second strategy that we use is not to judge. You know, don't judge. I don't judge Jody. Don't judge the other person. Or even bigger than that, you can't prevent the other person from feeling what they're feeling. If you say something and they feel upset, that feeling is real to them. You can't just say, you shouldn't feel that way. So you've got to be mindful of that and work with the other person. And there are a lot of interactions that, that happen that way between couples or friends sure. or even sometimes with your children. You know, they say something and we react some way and they're like, don't feel that way. Yeah, but, your feelings you know, are your, real. Your feelings are real. Right. The third strategy is to regulate your reactions. This is a really hard one for me. Respond and don't react. Pause if you have to. Make sure your phrases are geared towards rebuilding trust between each other. Yeah, so this is that, that whole issue of responding versus, versus reacting. Yeah. And, you know, our initial um, desire when someone says something is just to react. And reactions are okay sometimes. We have a whole yeah. theory around this that we'll yeah. share at another time. But really, this third strategy is to regulate your reactions right. and your word choices. Sometimes the best thing to do is to just be thoughtful and say, that's interesting. Why don't you give me a minute or two to think about it before I respond? Right, take that pause. Yeah. Right. Now, if you guys are finding this information helpful, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. And share this with others who you think would benefit from this material as well. Now, our fourth strategy, which is my favorite, is to apologize if necessary. Those are my words, if necessary. I know. <laughs> it's just best to apologize. We Listen, we make so, mistakes all the time. And the, the, at a minimum, admit that maybe you right. haven't expressed yourself well. Right. right? That's yeah. kind of what you like to do. I like to apologize yeah. and forgive. You you apologize some total. I, I pick it apart a little bit, but I'm working on that. You know, you have to remember this isn't about winning or losing, right? right? You both Well, want... sometimes with you, you like to win <laughs> more than lose. To pick on Jody Day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we want you to really think about what was said, what you can own, you know, talk about it openly. What do you agree with? And acknowledge that piece of conversation as a starting point. Right, right. And cool heads always prevail. The fifth strategy, don't make the topic bigger than it is. Stay on topic. What, what was the finger? Oh, is, no, is this I, way. It was a, no, no, I think it's okay. this way. All right. Don't make it bigger than it is. If there's an issue that you're working with, work on that issue. Don't bring in the last three things right. or the next two things. You want to stay on topic. Right. 
So those are the five key strategies right. that we've been working on. And now we want to move to the 10 tips that prevent you from even getting into a, in, into an alignment issue or into a tough spot. These 10 things are what keep me out of the cave. You have to identify toxic patterns and be honest with each other. Second thing is leave past issues in the past. Again, don't bring that in. Right. And then drop the silent treatment, which is what I do. I go quiet in the cave and engage. Right. And then the fourth thing is don't engage in any type of emotional blackmail, right? Like, oh, you're never happy. Why did I think you'd make, you know, why did I think this would make you happy? Right. So that's kind of a little bit of a blackmail statement. Right. The fifth one is a no-name calling rule. You know, no labeling and no name calling because that right. just gets you into that trouble. That doesn't help at all. And you want to agree on a system. Something uh, up front as easy as, and we've done this, is that, you know, if you say something and you make a mistake, ask for forgiveness, ask for another five minutes to express yourselves, right. or, or just say, I need a little more time to answer. Th this one I love. I love seven. this one, too. Use I or me statements instead of you. Right. You have to stop saying that. You have to stop doing that. That's so much different than when you talk to me in this fashion, I this is how yeah. it makes me feel. Right. So it takes it away from you having to it stop. Takes it away from finger pointing, right? It so does. It takes it away from you, you, you to here's how it's impacting me and here's what I feel. This is probably out of the 10, the most powerful change you can make in your relationship, particularly with a spouse partner. Yep. Number eight, practice active listening, you know, asking questions, pausing, being active and engaged in the listening process. I think this one's kind of important. Um, no keep, shouting. Keep a level voice, you know, really keep an idea on your body language, your tone, your voice, your loudness factor, because that right. all, that all ha comes into play. And, and the, the last one? Tenth one is be solution-minded. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you want to make sure you're both moving this forward. Yeah. Don't beat up on each other about what went wrong. Right. Fix it. So those, those were the 10 tips. Now look, this is hard for Jody and I. Maybe it is for you too. But we want to encourage you to have a conversation with your partner or a friend, whoever you might be out of sorts with, so that you can get back on track. You know, start a conversation. Make peace and plan to heal. And if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends and subscribe by click, clicking the subscribe button below. And we'd love you to join our free Facebook community where we go live every Tuesday at 1230 to take your questions. The link is in the notes below. Thanks for listening and we look forward to being with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. 
People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.